And so when they launch the offer, sometimes there can be crickets and they wonder why, but it's because no one knows who you are. No one has this, you know, this connection to you yet. So when you launch the offer and maybe it doesn't do as well as you want, it's because you haven't taken the amount of time that you need to create that connection with your audience. Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here to listen to my episode for my top five business tips. Woo! So weird. I don't think I've ever recorded an episode on this. You might be able to prove me wrong, but I was like, wait, I love a a top five moment and I haven't even done it for business, which is like one of my top things to talk about. So Here we are today. I have gathered my top five. It was really difficult. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. And I feel like these are really underrated. I tried to choose the most underrated ones um, and ones that will really, you know, apply to your life. And someone who, you know, even if you don't have a business yet, these are things to keep in mind if you're just starting your business or if you're three years into your business, five years in. These are always things that you can look back on and will provide value. So let's just get into it. But let me first acknowledge the elephant in the room. If I sound different, (laughs) it's because I'm sick, but the show must go on. And I apologize about my voice, but I really wanted to record an episode for you guys this week. And I don't know how long this is going to stay here. So hopefully next week I'm sounding back to normal. But I'm a little stuffy right now, but I'm really excited to record this. So thanks for staying with me. And I promise I don't always sound like this if you're just finding me for the first time. (laughs) Okay, so let's get right into it. So let's get into tip number one. And this is so random, but my first tip is to be fired the fuck up about your offering. And we talked about this today in Freedom Club, actually, and it's so important. And again, I feel like so underrated. And I'm going to tell you a story to amplify this um, tip. So just to highlight the tip again, it's to be fired the fuck up about your offering (laughs) because that will sell more and it will attract more, you know, customers to you because let me explain. So this is a few years back, but when I got my eyelash extensions done and I remember going to this one girl and I really liked her. I really liked her style. I loved her studio. I loved everything about her. But when I was getting my lashes done, the whole time she was complaining of a like, oh, I just hate doing lashes. I don't like doing lashes anymore. You know, I want to pivot to another business, bloody blah, blah. And that was the last time I went to get lashes with her because, and again, it wasn't that she had a bad service. It wasn't that, you know... I didn't like anything else. It was just the fact that she wasn't lit lit up about her offering 
And in turn, that really turned me off. I was like, well, if she doesn't want to do this and I don't want to be like her customer because obviously she's not enjoying this. And I don't want to put her through this like misery. <laughs> obviously it's not misery, but it just energetically felt off. I was like, mm, I this just doesn't feel right. So anyways, I never went back to her. However, and, and the funny thing is, is I actually know she stayed in business for a couple of years after that. So it would have been worth her while, you know, of course, not faking it to me, but at least at least not telling me how much she hated her job. Um, and then let me give you a second example. So when I was in Australia, I went and got my lashes done in Brisbane. And it was like a desperate situation. I was on holiday. They were like really falling out. And I knew I wasn't going to get back to my usual girl for like a couple like weeks. So I was like, okay, desperate vibes. So I went to um, this girl who, again, I don't, I found on the internet, like it was just random. And it was a completely different case scenario because she was so amazing. Like, again, I wouldn't say the way she did my lashes was the best. However, her energy was so high vibe. She... Like, you would just tell how passionate she was about what she did. She We talked the whole time about her business and how much she loved it. And, of course, I couldn't go back to her because it was, like, a one-time thing. But I literally, in my mind, say that was, like, the best time I've ever had my lashes done. It was so nice. And I would go back to her every single time. So, this just shows that your energy is what sells. Your passion, we all have had these experiences. I know I'm not the only one where you go to someone and you can tell they just don't want to be there. They don't like their service. They don't like their business. And you're like, right, I'm going to find someone new because this is not like a hell yes. Whereas when you find someone who's like so passionate about what they do, they are lit up by it. You can just tell, you can feel it through the offering. You can feel it through the service and it makes for a better service. So for the sake of not only your clients and your experience, I promise you that when you're more fired up about your offering and when you love it, it will sell more and your clients will come back more and they will just feel like they've had a better experience, even though maybe this, the service isn't that isn't like the best of the best. And again, of course, because you're listening to this, you are the best of the best, <laughs> but um even if that's not the case, they will still come back because they love your energy and they love, you know, your passion for the, um, for what you're selling. So that's one point. And then like 2.0 of this is if there's a part of your offering that you're selling right now, that isn't a hell yes, how can you make it a hell yes? And again, I talked about this today, but um, I just did a launch and I launched it and I knew that when I launched it, it wasn't a hell yes. Like I launched it, but because, you know, I was telling myself, oh, it's okay. I just got to launch this now. And it was, it was my one-to-one and, you know, it just wasn't like a hell yes. But then uh, I was just like sitting on it. I'm like, oh, there's something just off about this. It doesn't feel like a hell yes. And I was, I was literally like, rejecting clients because I'm like this does not feel good I, and I couldn't put my finger on it anyways I went for a walk and I'm like I have to figure this out <laughs> this is I need to figure this out and so I went for a walk and I totally had it all download so first off the advice here is like really take your time when it comes to you know launching offers and don't just do it because you feel like you have to or there's a pressure or especially not just to make money 
you should be launching offers only when they feel like a hell motherfucking yes. And then, um, and then I changed my offer up and, and every aspect of the offer is now a hell yes. And now it's like, and now not only is it converting now, but it's also, it was converting before, but it just, when I sell it and when I, you know, talk about it, I can just feel the difference in energy. I actually like just, it's just so different. And I know it will convert way more. I just started, I just started re-enrolling in it. So I can't tell you exactly the numbers of what it would have been compared to what it is now, but I can just tell you, I'm just so much more happier in the offer. It's just, yeah. Anyways, so I can go on and on about that. And I just keep blabbering on about the same thing over and over. But essentially my tip here is to be fired up on your offer. And if it's not, how can you make it so you are completely fired up on it because it will not only sell more, but your customer will have a better experience, AKA returning customers. And you'll just be a happier, happier little peach because your business will be what you want to do. Okay. Tip number two is focus like 50% of your time. I, I don't know. I pulled that number out of my ass, but focus a big amount of your time in a business on creating like, trust, and know with your audience. So obviously one of the main ways you can do this is through content, um, such as podcasts, you know, Instagram stories, Instagram static posts, TikTok, you know, there's so many ways that you can do this, YouTube. But I feel like a lot of business owners I talk to spend a lot of their time creating the offer, you know, creating the course, creating the membership, creating the thing. And the thing that they don't focus on is actually creating that like, trust, and know with their audience. And so when they launch the offer, sometimes there can be crickets and they wonder why, but it's because no one knows who you are. No one has this, you know, this connection to you yet. So when you launch the offer and maybe it doesn't do as well as you want. It's because you haven't taken the amount of time that you need to create that connection with your audience. So they say marketing is kind of like dating your audience. So you don't just go on a date with someone for the first time and ask you to marry them. They'd be like, what? Like, I don't know who you are. Why are you asking me to marry you? This is weird. (laughs) Bye. That's the same with businesses. And that's the same with showing up with your offering online. You know, just because you've, you know, posted once, you're not going to expect people to buy because they don't even know who you are yet, potentially. So you want to nurture your audience. You want to date your audience so that when you ask them to marry you, it's a hell yes, because you've created that connection with them. So one of my favorite ways to do this is to show face. So show your face on Instagram stories, show your face on your feed. Um, obviously podcasting, show your voice, creating that connection with your audience. Remember, people buy people. People buy who you are and people buy from people that they trust. And it's so crazy because you know how we trust, like as consumers, we trust celebrities. When celebrities are like, oh, you know, buy this. Or or a great example of this is actually, I don't know if you guys watch like YouTube a lot, but I have a couple YouTubers that I follow that if they say buy something, I'm like, yep, I'm in. I, it's already in my cart. Like, I'm like, it's done. 
And then I'm like, why do I trust this person and their opinion so much? It's because I see them so much. I, they let me into their lives. I know, you know, I know what they eat for breakfast. I know where they go on vacation. It's like, I know all these things about them and that creates trust. So as a business owner, a big part of your, you know, task and what you, you know, what you should be focusing on daily is creating that connection with your audience. Cause you know, that saying, it's like, just because you build the house doesn't mean people are going to come. So when you build the house, you then need to focus on, you know, bringing people into the house. And and by house, I mean your offerings. <laughs> but a major thing of that is, you know, building that like trust and know. And one of my favorite ways to do that is through podcasts, obviously, you know, big fan of that. Um, but also talking on my stories, it's major. And we also talked about this in Freedom Club, which is, you know, it, it's scary. I know. I know a lot of people are so scared to talk on stories, but it's once you try the first time, I can guarantee that it gets easier and easier. One of my friends, she was so scared to talk on Instagram stories. It was like literally her biggest fear in life. And then she did it once and was like, oh, it was not bad. And, you know, and now does it constantly. It's really like what we build up in our mind and we think it's so scary. But I promise you, it's going to have such a positive, you know, impact on your business. And you're going to get so much positive feedback that you're like, oh, my God, I love doing this. So push yourself out of your comfort zone. Get on your stories potentially start a podcast or like wherever you are, YouTube, whatever makes most sense for you and whatever your audience is, create that connection, show face. And I guarantee this will have a massive impact on not only your income, but the connection you have with your audience. Just going to take one quick break to tell you about something so exciting. So this week I'm hosting free business coaching. Can you believe it? I'm so excited. So all you have to do is sign up for the link in the description below. It's going to be called marleyrose.ca forward slash free coaching. And you can sign up. And this is where you can ask any questions you want about business, you know, about your offerings, how to grow your email list, how to get clients, how to make more money, you know, whatever it is, wherever you are struggling right now in your business, this is your chance to get free business coaching from me. I'm so excited. Last time I hosted this, it was the most amazing thing ever. So you're going to want to make sure that you don't miss out this time and this run through. It might be the last time I'm running it. So please join us. I'm going to be so excited. I love to see my podcast listeners there. The link is in my bio and we'll see you this week. All right, back to the episode. Okay, tip number three is two create a business around your lifestyle. So when I first started my first business, my mission, and I talk about this a lot, was truly just to work online. I wanted to work from anywhere in the world. I wanted to be able to travel the world and still make money. Um, and that was just my, that was my goal. So I created a business called Rose Designs and I designed websites and branding for online businesses. And that was my thing. That was my thing for so long. However, I didn't design it around my lifestyle. So when I designed the business and when I was creating the business, I had no idea what I was doing first off. And I literally made myself a part of every single process. Like the business could not run without me there. And I didn't even notice this was a bad thing until 
three years in the business and I was like, holy crap, I cannot take a vacation. I cannot leave because every single part of this business is contingent on me. And I built myself and I like cemented myself into every single process. Again, this is why I have Freedom Club so I can teach you guys how not to. By the way, if you guys have no idea what I'm referring to, I'm talking about my eight-week business accelerator, Freedom Club. Um, if you want to join for the wait list, you can totally, um, I'll leave it in the link in the bio. But anyways, what I'm trying to say is that now I get to, you know, not only in my freedom club, but also with my one-to-one private clients, um, I help you build a life of freedom. <laughs> and so now, you know, my passion is helping others, you know, create a business around their lifestyle, which means if you want to be able to, you know, wake up and have income, you know, coming in passively, then focus on building a business that does that, you know, maybe it's courses, maybe it's memberships, but really when you start to create a business and even if you already have a business, how can you pivot it to work around your lifestyle? So now when I create this business, my personal brand, I'm really creating it with the lifestyle in mind from the forefront. Of course, not the number one. My number one thing is, you know, how to have the greatest impact for my clients. But I want you guys to be thinking about your lifestyle and how how can you create a business that matches your lifestyle? For example, if you're starting a product-based business, just knowing that typically um, from the beginning that that requires a lot of upfront cash. Um, Or if you're wanting to create like, you know, a product-based business and you have to actually create the products, maybe that cements you to one place and maybe you don't want to be cemented to one place. So again, there's always ways to outsource, et cetera. But really when you first start, I wish this is something that I kept in mind, which is outsourcing and not, not just outsourcing, but really just thinking about what is the lifestyle that I want? How do I want to live? What does my dream day look like? Doing that journaling prompt. And then from there, creating offerings and creating a business around that. And I promise you, you will be way happier for it. (laughs) You'll be way more fulfilled and you will be living your dream life way easier, you know, way quicker. And just with um, one of the one-to-one clients that I worked with previously, one of my private clients right now, we did an exercise together. What was like, okay, what was your dream life? You know, we did at the very beginning. And it's so amazing to see because, you know, five months later, we look back at the journaling exercise and she's literally living her dream life. It's like to the day. It's, it's so crazy. So anyways, when you focus on creating a business around your dream life, just know that it is 100% possible for it to happen to you, of course. And it can happen a lot quicker than you expect. Like my client did. She was like, wait, what the heck? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Stuff happens quickly. So I just want you to keep that on the forefront as a business owner Start creating your offerings and your business around the life that you want to live so you can live a happy, amazing life. Okay, tip number four, my second last tip. Jeez, this is such a fast episode. I'm like ripping through these. Okay, tip number four, and this is such a good business tip, which is learn to set boundaries and apply them because boundaries are freaking sexy. And let me just go back to me and when I first started my business. Um, when I first started my business and for my first maybe three years, I didn't even know what a boundary was. Boundaries could have been basically that 
word could have been a different language to me. I didn't understand them. I didn't apply them. I didn't know how to use them. I didn't know what they were until basically last year that I realized, okay, you know, I'm definitely spread way too thin. It's time to start setting boundaries. And oh my gosh, not only will you feel better, but everyone around you will start respecting you more. You know, your business will start respecting you more as well. And everything will just start aligning in a way in your, like it will start aligning in a way that makes you feel nourished and makes you feel empowered. And of course, when you're setting boundaries, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, as a, you know, a people pleaser, but what word am I trying to say? As a like people pleaser in remission, (laughs) um, I'm really focusing on that. Setting boundaries is scary because like, oh, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want to, you know, yeah, make anyone think that you're not, I don't know, all these people pleaser tendencies. But the reality is, is that people disrespect people who don't have proper boundaries set in place. So do yourself a favor, set boundaries. And if you need further help with this, um, there's a book called How to Do the Work by the Holistic Psychologist. That is such a good book. And that was the book that I read that really gave me permission to like set boundaries with, you know, in my partnership, in my family, in my business. She does an amazing job of explaining boundaries and explaining how to implement them properly. But as just like a very quick overview of boundaries, it's like really choosing what's best for you. And really, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. (laughs) that's like what it that is the overarching theme if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no and not and not letting like the only person that you're not that you're letting down by not setting boundaries is you and you're number one so don't let down yourself okay okay last tip is tip number five which is really to embody a ceo mindset from day one Again, I learned this the hard way, which is when I started Rose Designs. I literally was like, woohoo, there's not, this is never going to grow bigger than me. You know, it's just going to be me. I'm only going to make this much a month. Like I literally had the smallest mindset when I first started my business. And I wish I started it from a freaking badass CEO mindset, which is, you know, thinking about scalability from the beginning, thinking about the business growing beyond me from the beginning, you know, and really taking care of myself and my mindset from the beginning. You know, I think a lot of us go, oh, well, I don't have to worry about that because I'm just, you know, this big or it's not that big. It's like, no, because when you think that way, that's what you attract. But if you want to attract bigger things and, you know, bigger incomes and bigger teams, focus on the big picture from the beginning. And that's what you will attract. Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And so some ways that I'm doing that now is like right now I'm constantly planning for the future. I'm constantly planning five months ahead and working backwards. I'm constantly working on my mindset every single day. I'm constantly learning and learning more every single day. I'm being I'm putting myself in places where I can become inspired every day. You know, listening to people on podcasts, reading books, you know, trying to invest in courses from people that inspire me, you know, and really 
doing that from day one because you will get to your goals that much quicker. You know, I always say this, but success is 90% mindset and 10% strategy. So if you can start working on your mindset from day one and not so focused on, you know, the nitty gritty, the sales funnels, all those things are super important. But the most important thing is your mindset and the believing that you deserve to hit these goals that you've set for yourself and knowing that it's possible for you because it is, of course it is. And you just need to, you know, make sure that your mind also believes that. And you do that by rewiring your mindset and becoming inspired and expanded and worthy. So yeah, those are my top five tips. I have so many more. This could be like top 100 business tips, but these were like the ones that came to my mind first. And I felt like they came to my mind for a reason and that you need to hear these today. So, oh my God, I literally just looked and it was 2211. That is meant to be. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. If if you know someone who's just starting business or is another biz entrepreneur and would benefit from these tips, I'd love if you could share it to them so we could spread the love, spread the message and let me know. Let me know in my DMs. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from this? I'd love to hear from you guys. I love you guys so much. I know a lot of, there's a lot of new faces here. I'm so excited. So thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so grateful for you. I hope you had a great day, evening, wherever you are listening to this. And I'm sending you so much love. Kiss for you. And I'll see you next week. Lots of love. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life. Hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire. So if you want this free money hypnosis, all you have to do is leave us a review, you know, honest review, how you're feeling about the show, take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!